Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams. On this episode, we are joined by Jim Zaniello, president and founder of DC-based Vetted Solutions, a boutique executive search firm focused on recruiting nonprofit leadership. Today, Mr. Zaniello joins the show to discuss the current state of recruiting for nonprofit organizations and associations. Jim also discusses the impact of the pandemic and touches on diversity and inclusion efforts being made by nonprofit institutions and how recruiters are assisting. Jim, welcome to the show. How are you? Rob, thanks so much for having me. It's a great start of the day. <laughs> I love hearing that. All right, let's let's dive in. What is the current state of recruiting for nonprofit organizations? Uh, the fact is, demand for talented leaders in the association and nonprofit sector is as robust as it's ever been. And frankly, it might even be more robust. Boards want CEOs who are innovative and entrepreneurial. Boards want CEOs who can help them think through the organization's business model, its communication strategy, and how uh, those they serve um, need greatest guidance and assistance from the association or nonprofit. And those CEOs, as they're hired or if they're already in place, want the most talented leadership teams to help them to guide the association or the nonprofit's journey uh, and to deliver the impact that everyone's expecting. A, a two-part question. How was the nonprofit recruiting sector impacted by COVID-19 and will there be lasting impacts and if so, what would they be? So uh, nonprofit space and the association space were both hit pretty hard uh, by the pandemic. Associations couldn't hold uh, events, education events, conferences, trade shows, which are often uh, a large way to engage those they serve. Nonprofits couldn't do some of the fundraising events and the um, communications and the engagement work because they weren't able to bring people together. Um, they did, everyone pivoted, everyone went virtual or at least a hybrid model, um, but that was different. Um, and now everybody's planning for coming back. So, you know, 15 months ago, they changed their approach, maybe their model. 15 months later, now they're looking at, do we go back to the way we did things before the pandemic? Uh, or is there a new way? And I think many are finding that there has to be a new way. Uh, I was talking to a client of ours the other day who said, this is the second year we're not running our annual meeting. And guess what? As important as we are to our members, if they haven't been together in two years, not as many of them might come back next year, either because they're comfortable with the online virtual format or because they just want to do something different. What I think this has sort of uh, raised an awareness around is the importance of succession planning. So boards thinking about, is there a base of talent on our team that if we need to replace the CEO, um, that we might be able to promote from within because the learning curve will be shorter. They know the organization, they know the issues, they've got to step into the role. And similarly, CEOs looking at succession plans for those who are on their team, their direct reports. Uh, again, the question is, is there someone on that uh, individual department heads broader team who could step into the role? either on the interim basis or on a more permanent basis. And then I think that's the other thing we're seeing is a greater use of interim executives, whether that's for the CEO spot or for other C-suite roles, so that time and impact isn't lost while a search is conducted. 
would be nice to be back at a conference trade show, any of that, to see some faces again. So it'll be very interesting how, you know, to see how it all moves going forward. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, what are your expectations for the remainder of 2021? Uh, I think uh, <laughs> uh, robust uh, boards will continue to hire CEOs whether that's because a really talented CEO got recruited away. We're seeing a lot of that happening. As always, we're seeing CEOs contracts coming to an end. And a lot of times those CEOs say, wow, I got you through the pandemic. I'm thrilled. I'm going to go on with my life because through all of that, I've decided I want to spend my time differently. And then we also see boards wanting to look at um, different business models, therefore different expertise in the CEO. Um, we're also seeing mergers, especially in the nonprofit space. Uh, how do we either look at shared office services or bringing two nonprofits with similar missions together for the greater good of those they serve? Um, we're going to see all of that and more uh, in the remaining months of this year. And I think that's what we all need to be prepared for in 2022 as well. How focused have nonprofit organizations been on improving diversity equity and inclusion efforts and have you assisted your clients in achieving the DEI goals? You know, I feel like the nonprofit and association space um, had always been a little farther along than the corporate community. So much so because in the nonprofit and association sectors, we're all about service. We're all about helping and building others. We're all about creating uh, capacity and impact. Um, certainly, uh, as a result of what we've all experienced in the last 15 months, there's a greater awareness, a greater willingness, and a greater drive, a want to ensure the most inclusive organizations. Um, that means inclusive boards of directors. That means a truly diverse and inclusive staff. Different thinking around how to engage members. And quite frankly, on the association side, a lot of work on how do we recruit, uh, how do we help the industry we serve recruit a workforce, but in particular, a truly diverse workforce to reflect society today? So I've always been proud of the work that associations and nonprofits do. In the last 15 months, they've done even more. Um, from our perspective on the search side, I think the executive search profession um, has always had, and especially now has a responsibility to help our clients think through their approach to diversity, equity, and inclusion. I know it's why in 2017, we partnered with George Mason University on a DEI study on where associations were at that time in everything from governance practices to recruiting, staff recruiting practices. And I'm excited by what groups like the Association Forum of Chicagoland and the American Society of Association Executives are doing to help their members um, take this work forward. We've come a long way since January 1st, 2020, haven't we? We sure have, and it's exciting. It is, you know, and that's good to hear because we often hear so much gloom and doom, so to hear exciting, I think that's a good thing, and, and I think that's the way to look going forward. Do you agree? I do. It's uh, We can't lose sight of the fact that this is hard work, right? It's building consensus and support for um, meaningfully engaging in this work. Uh, it's then thinking much more broadly about 
Um, where do we go to identify talent, whether that's for a board seat or uh, anyone on the staff team? Uh, it's then having some of the tough conversations around, wait a minute, we need to communicate differently. We need to bring in different thinking than we perhaps have in the past. Uh, and we need to help everyone feel comfortable and safe that they can truly have the conversation that needs to take place. But when we foster all of that, and I especially think that's the executive search professional's role when we're involved in a hiring uh, process with an organization. But when we foster those conversations, I really do believe the talent pool is that much stronger and the individual who's ultimately hired um, is that much uh, greater fit for the organization and where it wants to go in the future. I always like to throw out, uh, you know, whether or not a guest has a final thought as we begin to wrap up. What, w- what would be your final thoughts here today? You know, I think if you're uh, an individual who's thinking about a career transition, if you're in the corporate sector, um, associations and nonprofits are truly starting to value the experience around profit and loss, uh, around engagement and around um, even the supply chain. Um, So if you're an exec thinking about um, your next step, the association and nonprofit sector is a great place to look um, because of the impact that you can have. If you're the board of directors about to recruit uh, a new CEO, um, it's tough to recruit the best talent these days, in part because so many other organizations want the same talent that you do. And so I think it's critically important that anyone involved in recruiting talent now make sure they've got a clear employer brand, that they help every, the candidates understand not just the employer brand, but the culture and the importance of the culture in the hiring process and to the success of the organization. The impact you can have. I I think that's a great way to wrap it up. Jim, thank you so much for that in-depth look at the current state of nonprofit recruiting. We appreciate you taking the time to join us today and look forward to hopefully having you back on the show to share more of your expertise. I, I appreciate your time. It was great. Rob, thank you. I've enjoyed this. I wish you a great weekend. I wish you the same. That's all the time we have here today. I'm your host, Rob Adams, alongside Jim Zaniello of Vetted Solutions, and this has been Talent Talks.